0: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
1: This is it, we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Welcome back to a brand new episode of Rip Rock. Nice little day two recap. Spring training here in Sarasota, Florida, uh, for the O's as they gear up for the 2024 season. I'm more awake than yesterday. Um,
1: you guess, sound you know, much better.
2: Yeah. Vibes are higher than they were. I was running on low fumes. I'm still running on low fumes. We're getting after it, Rip. We're getting after it. We're covering the birds. It's a fun time here. Uh, weather's nice baseball's great can't really beat it man
1: no I, th- I think the reason why just because of all the travel and logistics i actually put out a video on x just saying hey you know finishing up at fort myers been exhausted the last few days but it's been a lot of fun we've had a lot of content and above all like you said we've gotten to see a lot of great baseball action just to let you guys know what we're talking about today specifically or when you're listening to this episode we're talking about what we just saw and this was the Orioles playing the twins, Dean Kramer's first appearance of the spring, and then some other prospects that continue rock to play at a high level that you, that I know a lot of people are interested in. We talked about Kobe Mayo, but the other one, Colton Cowser's a mm-hmm. name. And then we were going to talk about what we're going to see in the future for our final day here down in spring training and much, much more. But uh, where do we want to start with this rock?
2: Let's jump right into it with Dean, man. It's, Dean, a healthy Dean Kramer, is a scary Dean Kramer, and he was he was healthy in 2023. And I feel like Birdland, this fan base, got a, a small sample size, I want to say, of what Dean Kramer is capable of when he's healthy, when he's at the top of his game. And that's being a really solid pitcher in the starting rotation, and we got to see that. Today, we're talking after the O's, played the Twins in Fort Myers. They got the 12-3 win. Dean Kramer's outing didn't start the way Dean Kramer would have wanted it to, or any pitcher for that matter. Uh, No pitcher in baseball history has ever wanted to begin the game with the bases loaded and no outs, and that's the situation Dean Kramer was in today. That's kind of the hand he was dealt. And it's a situation that, as a pitcher, you put yourself in at times. But you know what Dean did after loading the bases up? He retired the next three batters he faced and his lone blemish on his final line of the day was a sack fly that resulted in the first run of the game. And it was an earned run for him, but he dialed it down in the second inning and he settled in and he was on his game and he went one, two, three, retired the twins in order. That's what you want to see from Dean Kramer. Could there have been some rust as a pitcher who hasn't pitched in live game action for a while? Yes, it's spring training. Once he gets his feet under him, like we saw in that second inning, Dean Kramer is going to be on and do his thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing, the, the thing that we've talked about so far, Rock, is it's been a while for these guys since their last outing, October to be specific, right? So everyone just wants to go out there. They're working on stuff in the offseason, but first time it's getting your feet wet. You're facing batters again. Uh, and I know, you know, we got to talk to Dean. Uh, about multiple things, and, and it's always run through his mind because Dean last year, the first <laughs> inning was always an issue, so I joked with Dean already about, well, wait a minute, is, is this going to be a repeat joking about He's like, well, I hope not, you know, keeping it light. <laughs> but th- the biggest thing is he's healthy, he's getting back out there, he's getting his reps, and for for me, what I love with Dean, and this, again, I don't care about the results, but what I love with with what he's doing, if we're going to talk about the game here for a second, you allow one run after the bases low to start the game; it's incredible. And then you have a yeah. a one two three inning. Your bats wake up in the second and take the lead, and then they coast. And the Orioles were swinging it today, but for Dean Kramer, he's a big he's he's a big game pitcher. And honestly, you know, I was looking back up because he he gets so much. I shouldn't say he gets criticized for certain things, but I think people always looked at some of the inconsistencies inconsistencies for Dean. And really, last April and March last year, getting off to a, a slow start. But man, he had months last year, Rock, of a 245 ERA, 345, 237, 357. He really only had two months out of there where you go, man, could have been a little bit better. But overall, Dean is a really, really good major league pitcher. And quite frankly, Rock, they're going to need him. Especially yep. early on. Yep. And and we're gonna talk about it in the later on, but I mean you even got to talk to him about yep. the expectations that mm-hmm. the staff's gonna have without having guys like Kyle Bradish or John Means. No,
2: exactly. You you hit the nail on the head, man, when you said that he's a big game pitcher. Dean Kramer was out there on the mound. He started both clinching games for the Orioles when they clinched a postseason berth and then when they clinched the AL East. That's the type of pitcher that you know, Brandon Hyde believes should be in those situations. He puts them in those situations. All right. You can say like, okay, his, you know, his number was called in the starting rotation because that was the day he was supposed to pitch, but he went out there, did his thing. He balled out. Um, He, he threw great stuff on the mound and that's why the O's were in a position to win both of those games. And they did so. So for Dean Kramer, getting to talk to him after the outing, it, it was nice to catch up with him and be able to talk with him and, ask him the questions I really wanted to ask him. And that was, you know, you see not, not only social media, but there are baseball writers out there that, that think the O's need another starting pitcher. Yeah.
1: They're at there and they're legitimately saying this out. Yeah, you're right. There That's, rumors. To, yeah. There to get, rumors. to get not even rumors. People are saying this around the, the, the players. Yes. Just yes. To, just to emphasize that. So go ahead. Yeah.
2: So I asked Dean, I was like, Hey man, like, You guys got Corbin Burns. Bradish. this is not exactly like word for word how I asked him, but it was along the lines of like, there's outside noise that you guys need another starting pitcher, like despite the addition of Burns. It's like, but what about the guys that are here right now? You, Grayson, um, even guys that aren't traditional starters right now, guys that have worked out of the bullpen last year, but the Tyler Wells of the world the Cole Irvins of the world, even the Bruce Zimmermans of the world, guys that can step into a role and help the O's be successful. And he was like, yeah, man, like that is why this team has been able to be so successful because when guys go down, position players or pitchers, other guys step up. It's the next man up mentality. And I know it's so cliche to think about that or, or say that. And, you know, he wasn't, th- but like, it's, that's like, it, it could be, you know misconstrued as a baseball answer but i think dean really believes like this team he sees it every single day how talented they are how much depth they really truly have and what they can do despite not having Kyle and John means potentially for opening day and obviously they want those guys out there it's it's not a matter of that it's a matter of if they don't they believe that they have the guys to step up and they don't feel like I feel like they, they need a trade right now.
1: No, I think what I, I told people this in, that have asked me about the oil situation, I didn't see them making a big move. you know. And, and the Orioles, obviously, we haven't talked about it yet, but they did sign two players in minor league deals, one being a pitcher. And I know I'm going to mispronounce it. It's Julio.
2: Julio Tehran.
1: Tehran, sorry. So that like you added a guy that's a low risk that could bring value to you. And then you added Colton Wong as another uh, depth in the infield for your team, right? So the Orioles are going to go out and get a lot of guys because they believe they have everything that they need right now. And so you're right, Rock. I mean, it is is a cliche saying to go, well, next man up, but... Can we talk about the 2023 Orioles for just a second here and looking at when things didn't go right for the team? And how about when you lose your all-star stud closer in Felix Batista and all you do is still find a way for the last two months of the season? I mean, this is why the Orioles are playing so well. They have a group of guys that enjoy going to the field each day and they love embracing the unknown. And right now the unknown is – when Kyle Bradish or John Means are going to be available, and if they're going to be available, but in the meantime, it's not going to stop them from doing anything. They believe, no matter what, they're going to pick themselves up. And in this case, and Dean even says it, it's a, it's a team game. He, he, as much as the, the the hitters trust their pitchers to go out there and do their thing, the pitchers are trusting their hitters that they never feel like they're going to be out of games. And then, for the example today, why don't we just shift into that? This Orioles offense, you see the talent, the depth. I mean, it was so impressive to see the Orioles put up, what, 13 runs today against the Minnesota Twins? Twelve. It was Close. 12? Yeah, okay. I do to correct you. Thank you. Oh, I'm good. No, please I do correct
2: it, me. Even though you told me that it was 11-2 to two, um, when I asked you earlier what the final score is. So I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Well, say it with your chest next time. But <laughs> it is a – the reality – the point is – This Orioles offense has shown a lot of promise, and it's not just from some of the big-name guys. Obviously, they're playing well, but it's the young guys. Specifically, we talked about Kobe Mayo last time, Rocco, yesterday. How about the start that Colton Kowser has had? He continued it today, having another huge game and another big home run, and cannot
2: ask Rock for a better start for Kowser to the 2024 spring. No, man, he has been scorching hot this spring, and that's what the Orioles want, and that is what Colton Kowser wants. Uh, Right now, at this point in time, he's three for six with two homers and five RBIs. That's, I mean, numbers that you want one of your top prospects to put up. A guy that, um, you know, he, he flirted with the bigs last year. He was up, and then he was down, and then he was... I can't remember if he got... He got called up again, but I, I think it was an up-down-up situation where he got called up, sent down, uh, called back up. If I if I'm wrong, listen, roast me for it. But the fact of the matter is, Colton Cowser was up in the bigs. The fact of the matter is, there is no guarantee that Colton Cowser will be up in the bigs this season with them. But but I I, I don't even want to say that because it's almost like. There's to me, there's not a chance that Colton Cowser doesn't play uh, Major League Baseball this season. And he's not up with the O's. The way he's playing in spring, and while maybe he doesn't break camp with the team, um, I truly believe that if that's not the case, if that doesn't happen, he'll be up in due time. It could be a situation like with Grayson Rodriguez last year, where he's up for the first road trip, like he's up right away, but. It honestly wouldn't surprise me if this guy does break camp. Rip, yeah, well, well, the
1: thing is, right now, this, this Orioles team has so much depth. And I think we're seeing that more and more. And even Brandon Hyde's talked about it being down here. But just watching it being down here, we've talked about how many good players the Orioles have. But when you go in there and they're seeing it in person, it's the young guys. It's how are they going to keep adjusting as they go? And again, does the spring matter? No, it does not matter as far as you have to go out there and compete for the regular season. That's just the reality of it. But for guys that are gaining more experience and for Colton Kowser, it was hard for him to get into rhythm. And I told you this before, one of my biggest pet peeves, forever that listens out here, is the expectation that a star prospect is just going to hit the ground running and play better than some of the top players on your current team, right? Mm-hmm. So in this case, last year, Colton Kowser was having an unbelievable triple a season right and then everyone was going well he should replace one of the outfielders in Baltimore and yeah. you're sitting there and going that's not fair to the players that are in Baltimore and that's not fair to Colton Cowser because what are you expecting of the guy and then on top of it he's coming up there he's excited a little bit anxious probably and he doesn't get to play every day so you're trying to do all this trying to find a rhythm and that's a lot to ask plus with everyone telling him Or others around how good he is and he is that talented rock no doubt about it what i love about him so far is when he is aggressive and confident he can drive the baseball to any part of the park he did it with the walk-off home run to start off spring training he had the three-run blast today he can do so many great things now the question obviously is going to be there's so many outfielders what's what's it going to look like but Colton Kowser is is a guy that they love, rightfully so. And and it's a big reason. This is a great problem to have, Rock. This is your whatever happens for the spring training to start off, you're gonna need more than, than the guys that are breaking camp. No matter who it is, it does, it's not just the spring training team that's gonna the team that breaks camp that's gonna take you to the playoffs. It's not. It's gonna take the full team that you have. And Kowser looks great. Kobe Mayo almost tore down the wall today. Um, Again, I think it was like 109 off the bat. He's having a fantastic spring. Oh, and then by the way, don't forget about the guys on the team like Ramon Urias, who had a great game. Homer drove in a few runs. Awesome game for him. So you're looking at this Orioles team going, man, that player's good. That player's good. So you feel really confident that someone's going to step up going back to Dean's mantra.
2: It's a great problem to have if you're Michael Elias, because you could be going through spring and your top five prospects are, you know, some of them are just absolutely not, not necessarily panning out, but they're, they're not doing well and they're not looking great. And then you're like, okay, like our roster for opening day is going to look much different than what I had imagined it's going to be, or thought it was going to be. But like, Colton Cowser is hitting the cover off the ball. Kobe Mayo 5 for 8, 3 doubles, 2 RBIs and 2 runs scored. Like he is hitting the and he's got that walk-off home run. Like he's got the clutch factor. Um I'm talking about sorry, that was That's Cowser. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about Ka- I'm not getting them confused, but Cowser since we were talking about him, he had the walk-off home run. Mayo 5 for 8 with the three doubles and and nearly hit a home run today. I mean, he should have had one. That but, was, but like, you
1: know, here's the thing, what you're saying, yeah. both of these guys just playing extremely well. Yeah. Like they're, they're not just going up there and, you know, trying to find it They are They're doing damage early and often in spring training. Yeah, man. And for guys too, where you can just tell they feel more comfortable. And overall, that is what you want for guys. You want them to feel that they know they belong. They know that they're capable of doing more. And You've heard some of the other veterans, or maybe I know we've seen it down here, but for those listening, the veterans will tell you, and and hopefully when we have the more interviews, you're going to hear and talk to them, the evolution of learning yourself coming in every single year. If you don't think that that matters, you don't think leadership matters on the team, and then also finding out more of yourself. I know that sounds really corny and cheesy, and I am a corny and cheesy guy at times. <laughs> you, Rock. You, you know are. that. Yes, I do. But, but... But but it does matter for figuring out yourself and for Colden Couser, Kobe Mayo. I mean, you look at some of the other young players. We've mentioned Jackson Holiday, obviously, in the past. Um, any of the guys like Mike Bauman we talked to about, the Dean Kramer even saying, I, they feel like they find themselves more and more as the spring trainings continue to progress. And I think that is what you're hoping for Uh, And it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. And hey, I know that doesn't matter right now, Rock, about winning games, but the Orioles are winning a lot of games so far early on in spring training.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. No, and, and they
2: are. And I like, you know, I want to kind of piggyback off of what you said about Mayo and just like the mindset of these guys and whatnot. Like in talking to Mayo earlier in the week, it was basically like, hey man, like you're, you're on the cusp, of doing something special, you're young, but like to be there, to be like one step away, one call up away from like realizing that dream, and like getting to the show. It's every baseball player's dream. It's got to be surreal. And I kind of asked him about his timeline, like what what his timeline is right now, because he's so close, man. He really is. And the way he's playing, like you're not going to be able to keep him out of the big leagues for long. And he just said. I want to be in the big leagues out of camp, but I can't think about it. Uh, those two things um, – sorry, I can't read. But I can't think about those things because it's a really tough system to crack right now. That And he's right. It is a tough system to crack. And the reason why it's a tough system to crack, Rip, because the Orioles have so much talent at all levels. Best farm system in baseball, hands down, by far. Um, no questions asked. It's like argue with the wall about that. Yeah, I mean –
1: that what you want right now. And this is why the Orioles aren't going to make these big moves. Again, the, the two moves to Heron and Wong are going to provide more of depth and experience. And again, they're low risk with a high reward chance. And that is just the reality of it. But the biggest thing is how do your young guys continue to take that next step forward? And so far they have looked great. They've been checking the boxes and the vibes here for those that are wondering, when I said that they enjoy coming in to to uh, work every day, they love it. They love spending time with the guys. It's not fake. It's 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 not fake love. They genuinely enjoy going in there, and that's a big reason why this team, I think, is able to continue to progress the way that they are, is because they are doing this together and they're enjoying it in the process. So it's been great. We've had two really jam packed days to say the least, we got one more day that we're going to see, and and it's going to be a jam-packed one, Rock, because not only is Corbin Burns scheduled to pitch for the Orioles, there are two, two highly touted and uh, former number one overall picks that allegedly are going to be in the lineup on Thursday. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, no, I do. No, I don't. (laughs)
1: yeah geez Rocco's having a rough go right now ladies and gentlemen but he is battling through so I will tell you a little bit about what's happening (laughs) it is yo man I know so so when Rocco said he was doing better that was kind of a lie he is he is still running on fubes. And to be honest, no, both I, know of are. Talk-
2: I know what you're talking about. Brett. No, I, I, know I know you I know, were, I know but- what you're talking about. It took a second to register though, but like we talked about it earlier on sports unlimited. And it was like the fact of like, if you're a baseball fan, I know, I don't know if you can like watch this game or it's going to be broadcast. Cause I haven't checked like the broadcast where it's going to be is if it's going to be on Masson or on MLB network or, or on MLB TV or somewhere. But it should be because not too often do you get, especially on this stage, do you get one versus one and one versus one I'm talking about. uh, You know, baseball fans know, Birdland knows Jackson Holiday, the 2022 number one overall pick against Paul Skeens uh, this past year's number one overall pick, the pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. And then you have the matchup of Skeens going up against Corbin Burns. I know they're not pitching against each other, but it's a matchup that It's like, okay, like, is is Skeen's going to be able to hold his own? I think he absolutely will. This guy's got so much talent. You saw it at LSU, what he was able to do. But it will be really interesting to see, like, that Jackson, every every strike, every ball, every pitch thrown, every ball that's fouled off, um, people are going to be looking at it and watching it, baseball fans especially, because it's a generational matchup. And these two guys, I'll tell you what, man, it might be their first matchup, the first time they've seen each other. Um, I I would think that it would be the first time they've seen each other over the course of their career. I don't know if they've matched up, in, you know, at, at any level before that. Who knows? But to be able to do this, the first of many. I mean, this is every baseball fan's dream, man.
1: I mean, you just like to see, you like to see what the next generation, the next wave and you get to you get to see that in Sarasota for those that are going to the games and then oh by the way on top of it you get to see the Orioles new ace that they acquired in Corbin Burns yeah. that is settling in and looking at and watching and targeting people down here the dude is legit ladies and gentlemen and i'm so excited that we get to see it and we're going to break that down a lot more on the next episode for you guys all to hear we're just giving you a little bit of preview of what we have yep, left so we're and we're not gonna we're not gonna tell you what but we have other guests special interviews that will be their own episodes so you're gonna hear directly from some of the orioles players about everything that we've been talking about and we think that you are going to absolutely love it but to make sure that we can do this for you properly i think we're gonna call it an episode it's been a very long day, exciting day. Rocco is finally going to get some sleep. And if you could see the look on his face, he's <laughs> – you're not the only one. I joke on Rock, rightfully so. But we uh, we really honestly – the context of it, we're up in the morning, getting to the field bright and early when the, the clubhouse opens, and we're there well after the game ends, and we're trying to give you everything we possibly can. It's,
2: it's funny because – Rips sitting on sitting on the uh the couch in my hotel room. He's he's got his own hotel as well or hotel room as well. A floor down. I got I got the the luxury box, the sky box basically here. But um he's sitting on the couch, I'm like sitting on my bed, and we're like separated by about like six or seven feet. And like he was talking and the, the last thing I heard him say was legend, and I was like, Head up eyes closed on my bed just like zonked when he said that because it's just like <laughs> you know and but then it's, that's it's, a, a, it's been a blast man it's yeah like, and you
1: know and that's the thing is but it's it's true like we're doing this all later on but again we're just trying to bring you all the content trying to bring
2: as much content as possible hey you.
1: What, did we, what did we say earlier we could we could sleep we could sleep later we could sleep when it when, it, when it's all said I'll sleep when i'm dead yeah or we're, just
2: like in about like the next 15 minutes
1: Yeah, and you know, yeah. Or as soon as this episode's done here, we'll get we'll get some rest. We're gonna do this all over again. But you know what? We would wouldn't change a thing because we love being able to be down here. I will say it's awesome. It's it's it does. If you don't like baseball, you love the weather. But we love baseball. We love everything that's going on, and we're getting even more perspective to bring back to you guys. And I tell you what, Birdland, we got one more day, then we're going to have a live episode. So stay tuned. And to make sure you don't miss out on any of the Rip and Rock news or episodes, hit that like and subscribe button for us. Leave a rating and review for us as well. Let us know what we're doing. But again, you can listen to this on any podcast platform Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it, you can listen to it. And if you want any more updates, Rocco was talking about uh, sitting down or having some videos with Kobe Mayo and Dean Kramer and Grayson Rodriguez. Go follow him on X or Twitter at Rocco DeSangro. and I will have my thoughts as at uh, I will have my thoughts as well on X and Twitter as well at Ryan Ripkin. But that's it. That will wrap it up for our day two in Sarasota. We will see you tomorrow for another brand new episode of Rip and Rock as we wrap up our jumping in to spring training action. You guys have a great rest of your day.
2: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car,